Well, welcome to Hot Topic. Uh, I'm Pete G, and tonight I'm talking to Sam Baker. Um, you might remember uh, he's an American friend of mine who I met a few years ago on a motorbike ride when Sam and his wife Jennifer arrived on an electric motorbike from the US called a Zero. Um, well, time's moved on, and um, he has always had a interest in. Um, vehicles with a electric powered background and um, so today we're going to be talking to Sam about his new purchase which is a Tesla 3. So welcome to Hot Topic uh, Sam, always great to catch up with you and, and even more exciting to hear about the Tesla and today we've got a, an opportunity to not only look and go for a drive but also um, actually drive the thing myself as well um, and that was incredibly exciting so retaining your passion for two wheeled vehicles what made you decide to go and expand into four uh, well yeah um, thanks for having me again um, we we have a daily driver just a grocery getter um, it's a Nissan Murano I told you and it mm. it gets terrible fuel economy mm. and so you know we have the electric motorcycles why not make the car electric too um, mm. I know it has too many wheels since we're bikers but mm. uh, it keeps you dry when it rains and yeah. it has heated seats and it's just right. just a nice experience right so um, was was there any thought in buying electric was it um, part of the decision the fact that governments are now giving the government's now giving rebates uh, that was yeah, I mean, eventually we wanted to get a Tesla, mm. like, in the long term, just mm. just because we've been buying and selling so many different cars over the years that mm. it seemed like it was a slippery slope to just buying the Tesla that, you know, would last us long term. Mm. You know, we'll have this car for at least 10 years, I'm sure. Right. Um, and the EV rebate was the trigger that just made us say, okay, we should just buy it now because mm. it's it's such a huge rebate. It's over 10%. So, mm. Mm. yeah. Okay, so the world's going electric and um, some of the things, I mean, even the government is now pushing the, um, you know, the climate change thing uh, about trying to save the planet with emissions and whatever. Um, the, some of the proponents against that idea, or not so much against it, but making people perhaps aware of the possible downsides of electric vehicles and one of them that I've heard is the fact that after a period of time these batteries need replacing mm. and as yet there doesn't seem to be much of a plan in place for actually disposing of the batteries. Is that actually true? Yeah, there's no plan of disposing them because mm. they're they're fully recyclable. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, the, the whole idea of batteries filling up landfills is just kind of ridiculous. Mm. Um, it's a it's an argument that a lot of people like to use that mm. you know they're they're I think petrol heads that are really against the idea of going electric just because they'll mm. miss the engine sound. So mm. they they think that the batteries will die, but um, there there's a Tesla with a, like a million miles on the battery. I think just mm. cruising around. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's a fear that isn't really justified. Mm. I think, yeah. Okay, that's regarding the Tesla, but I mean cars are a little bit 
cheaper, like the Nissan Leaf and that sort of oh, thing, yeah. that needs fuel cells replacing or in fact even at yeah. times replacement batteries. That, that That's the ones I'm gearing at. Where basically, is there any way of safely disposing of those batteries once they're no, able, no longer able to be used? Yeah, so you have to take out the cells and then unwrap them because mm. they're basically cylinders that are wrapped in carbon right. and then a little bit of lithium and 100% of the lithium is recyclable but the okay. rest of it you'd have to either repurpose in other things or just like just toss I guess right, um, right. a lot of people take out the, the leaf battery packs take apart the modules and then use them to convert cars like classic cars mm. or they use those as uh, solar storage at home mm. Mm. so if you have solar panels you can charge up a leaf battery just at your house um, right. instead of using it in a car because it, it's not going to get that much range after a while. You know, leaves, mm. the, the really cheap leaves get about 80Ks of range, mm. and, which is just um, not useless for most people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coming back to the Tesla, I mean, uh, the first thing that you notice about the car is it's um, quite very, very sleek design. It's, it seems to be quite low to the ground. Mm. And um, it is, I mean, it's, it's beautifully styled. But one of the things I noticed uh, sitting in it is that behind the wheel, or in fact right across the front, the, the dashboard is extremely low. Mm. So what you see in front of you is like an 80-inch television screen, and it's all windscreen. So you've got, you've got no blind spots almost at all, have you? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite the experience to drive. Is it... I was saying earlier, it kind of feels like a 60s sports car or race car because mm. it's, yeah, it is really low, the dash is really low, and the steering wheel is really small and it's, mm. it's thick, like it feels like a race car, but it's mm. it's also really luxurious inside, mm. like the leather and like minimalist dash with the like the wood trim. That's right, yeah. So the, um, is it? Is it normal? I know the the configuration, the way the, the because it doesn't have a petrol engine, so the weight distribution is right across underneath the car. The yep. battery actually sits underneath as part of the chassis. Yep. So it seemed to me when driving, it was almost like driving a go kart. Mm. The centre of gravity was so low that you actually you had very little, if any, body sway going through corners. Yeah, um, and w which is exactly like a race car, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what I love about the most. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, nobody really talks about the handling, but it, it just it's this platform that uh, you can put on whatever kind of body you want onto this platform and mm. just make whatever car you want, kind of. Mm. Um, and it, yeah, it just feels so good to drive. So, looking at some of the features um, of of the car, one of the things you don't notice until you actually look at it quite closely is that the roof is a glass roof mm. um, can you tell me a little bit about the features of that yeah so normally you'd have a, a moon roof that would open or close and it's just a small part of it but this is the whole roof and apparently the glass is was well, tinted um, so it blocks the, the UV rays from hitting you too much so it doesn't have the whole greenhouse effect that most uh, moonroof cars have, but it's also so strong that you could roll the car and flip it over and it can support the whole weight. You said of two elephants or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy impressive. Apparently they did a test and it will stand the um, the weight of two elephants standing <laughs> on it and it won't crack, yeah. which is quite <laughs> quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So unlike a um, race car which might have a um, an internal 
body uh, roll cage as such somehow they've got that glass to be uh, to take the place of that haven't they yeah yeah. And it, it also adds to the huge windscreen, you know, you just look up and you can see the stars or something and it's just it's yeah. nice. Yeah. At the back, um, it's a little bit different. That that roof carries on. Um, it has a very, very sweeping um, rake to the back window. And when you're actually sitting in the car, the C-pillars are quite, are quite um, wide, but then you've got two... Um, headrests for the two rear passenger seats that add to that extra. So what I'm really trying to say is that rear view through the back window isn't that flash, is it really? Yeah, it's, it's really hard to see. So yeah. you'd have to turn on the cameras because it's right. Kind of, right. So it's, I think it has like five cameras all around the car so you can see different views. And right. Yeah, so you just have to leave that up on the screen um, to see what's behind you or flip it into autopilot and just let the car take you wherever. Well, tell me about autopilot because that's um, that's something that space age really. Yeah. Uh, 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 how does that work? So yeah, so we didn't get to play with that today, but uh, you just hit the stock two times down, and it does a little bing bing, and it keeps your your lane or it stays it keeps the car in the lane, and then if you hit the turn signal, it'll switch lanes for you, and it senses all the different cars around you. You can see all the little like like a bus or a car or you know whatever's around you on the screen and if it's safe to move it'll move um, it'll slow down for you or speed up because it, it knows what speed limit it is so if it's 100 and it, you're going into a 70 zone it'll slow down automatically for you okay um, so this is all happening while you're hands-free you're not touching that steering wheel at all yeah yep. and I think the, the plan is to eventually have a car with no steering wheel where you just get in, you punch in your address, and it just takes you there. But it's a, it's a few years out, I think. It's robot stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. futuristic. I, I would think that you'd have quite a bit of um, resistance from people that would actually go so far as to want to trust that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> it almost seems incredible to sit in a car and not actually physically drive it, you know? Yeah. Um, I so think, I think that's going to be the future of taxis or Ubers where you just, mm. there isn't actually a person in there. And I know a lot of people like this, this next generation don't actually have driver's licenses and they don't plan on driving. Mm. And so they just take Ubers around. And so for them, yeah, you just get in a, an autopilot bus or something or a taxi that just doesn't have a driver. And mm. in a way it saves money because you're not paying a guy. Uh, but then I don't know who owns the cars. It's like a, it's a weird logistical thing. Mm. I guess probably in some respects um, you can understand. We're seeing it here. Uh, well, in fact, everywhere in New Zealand around cities and that where um, traditional quarter acre sections are now being brought up by developers and turned into what I call matchbox apartment building. Mm. Um, and and they've now been allowed um, by legislation local councils where they don't actually have to have garages anymore right and that kind of dovetails with what you've just said about having not having a car or not needing to have a car yeah um you know a lot of um older people would would think but we've always had a car we, you know and that's a, a that's a social change yeah um, getting people accustomed to the fact that maybe a car isn't necessary. I mean, one of the main things about having a car in the first place is independence. 
yeah. um, and there would be a lot of other moves to be made before you could put that and sell it out to the people generally. Um, but the electric, but coming back to the electric car or the co- the concept of the electric car, um, have you looked at before you bought the Tesla? Had you looked at other models of electrics to see uh, what yeah. was out there? Yeah, so we owned uh, Nissan Leaf for about two years, right. and it was it was like I was saying the the range just became too little for us, and the charging speed wasn't enough, and uh, so we sold that, and went back to petrol for a couple of years, mm. and just couldn't stand going to the gas station and paying like it's coming up to three dollars almost yes, it so, is, uh, yeah. so it was time to go back to electric and um it just seemed like the only logical choice for a, a next electric car was a tesla because you know it has ridiculous power it's really fancy and the charging infrastructure is another one because they, they charge so fast like you know a 15 minute charge can get you a couple hundred days. So. Yeah, well, that's something that I read just looking at the um, the facts off the um, the website this morning. Um, some quite phenomenal um, statistics, and I, I think you actually um, clarified a couple of them. Um, but one of the uh, one of the stats I read there was not to one hundred and three point three seconds. But that's not applicable to the model you have. That's all-wheel drive, I think, isn't it? Oh, the all-wheel drive one's under three seconds. Oh, okay. It's like 2.8, I think. Oh, is Um, it? And then the Plaid is 1.9, which is, I can't even imagine accelerating that fast. It'd probably make you sick. Um, This one's four and a half, I think. Right, right. So the range um, fully charged about 580k? Uh, on the top model, yeah, this one's about four hundred. Is that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, and as you said, it's available with an all-wheel drive yeah. um, setup, which is obviously quite a bit more expensive. Yeah, so yeah. this one was about sixty grand after right. the rebate, and right. the premium one, the performance model, doesn't qualify for the rebate. So you're paying the full hundred and two thousand, I think. No, oh. uh, hundred three. Yeah. Is there any reason why it doesn't? Is, they have a threshold of about a hundred thousand, yeah, do they? It's eighty thousand. Is it eighty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even yeah. the even the long range Tesla doesn't qualify because it's like eighty four thousand. Mm. Yeah. So you got warranty four years or eighty thousand k. Uh, eight years for the battery. Oh, for the battery. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, four years for the rest of the car. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the um, the quick recharge on the supercharger, which takes fifteen minutes, will give you a, a range of up to two hundred and ninety nine k. That's crazy, yeah. which is very good, and it means it's pumping juice in there really from up, yeah. really fast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the car can take two hundred and fifty kilowatts, mm. um, which compared to the Energica that you saw, that one does twenty three kilowatts. Mm. So this is ten times as much. Yeah. The other thing too, we never really had a, um, an opportunity to look at this, but you mentioned about being able to put the seats down and basically be able to sleep in the back. Yeah, yeah. So as the camp mode, where you can well, you can turn on the fireplace on the screen and just mm. enjoy your romantic evening, um, and then yeah, fold down the seats, and uh, it has the whole climate control thing, so you just camp in it and just freedom camp anywhere just sleep in your tesla because <laughs> that's um that boot space um stipulated at uh, 649 liters that's mm. that's quite a bit i mean that's as big as a big station wagon right yeah yeah and yeah. A, a, in a four-door car that's phenomenal yep. yeah 
So, um, yeah, quite uh, quite incredible. Now, you mentioned about the proximity sensors all the way around. Um, reversing camera? Oh, yeah. Reversing yeah. camera has cameras on the sides. Um, I didn't actually tell you about the security system. No. So it has a sentry mode. So when you leave the car, you can turn it on the sentry, and if any activity happens around the car, it'll record video. So if someone comes up and tries to open your door or scratches the you know with their key or something mm. or even just gets too close to your car it records video just in case you need to use it later yeah pretty cool so it's got cameras in the car that act as video cameras yep yeah it has a little thumb drive that stores all your like like a dash cam but it has cameras mm. everywhere and so everything's recording yep. it's really quite phenomenal isn't it yeah yeah can it fly <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. I must admit. The other thing, of course, um, and that was a question um, that I wanted to know from the point of view of the traditional petrol cars that Digby and I've been been um, testing recently from Gaisley's. Um, you have different um, modes of. Um, I was going to say transmission, but in an electric car you don't have one. But basically, you've got a, a, a comfort mode. Um, and what's the other one? Uh, just a standard mode. A standard, in, yeah. In sport. Or a sport mode, yeah. yeah. I just leave it in sport, obviously. Right, right. Is there much difference in steering with the sport mode? Do you find that it's a yeah. bit more sensitive? Yeah, it's more mm. responsive and it feels heavier. Mm. So it's basically adjusting the, the weight of it. Um, right. If you want the chill or the comfort, it's more soft. Mm. Like a, you know. Would you change that in a, in a city uh, setting where you... You know, going through tight streets yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, you could. Mm. Or you, you know, you hit the hill and you want more of a sporty yeah. feel, and you just yeah. change that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to be able to do that because um, yeah, most cars, mm. it's just how it is. Mm. You mentioned about the economy side of things, and I and I thought um, for you, in, in particular, in your in your situation, I mean, you you don't use your vehicle as a commuter to go to work. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, basically, works within walking distance of where you live. So um, the the cost of running the vehicles, you know, sounded quite horrendous. But if you were running it as a commuter, it would be almost cr- crippling, wouldn't it? Um, oh, the Tesla. Or the, uh, no, or no, the the other, uh, the other car. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so uh, financials wise, it's one hundred and thirty dollars to fill the tank, mm. and that'll get us. 350Ks? Mm, that's terrible. It's terrible, yeah. yeah. And so the Tesla, to go 350Ks, costs us $15 worth of electricity. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, what we plugged in today was free, so mm. it could have been 350Ks for free. Right. So when we parked it up at a, a Tesla charging station, basically the trip that we'd done to get there and get, getting back again was free. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, because we would have done what... 50k round trip yeah about roughly that much. yeah yeah that's that's very good now this car is in white um and um there are other colors available but they come at a premium mm. yeah i think if you want black or blue it's a thousand dollars extra and then right. the red one is over two thousand extra um, but it does stand out the red looks pretty nice mm. but we we prefer the white and then also we're on a budget i know mm. we're buying a tesla um but and it's, it's really expensive already, but we're still just trying to keep it cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you didn't mind the fact that you that you bought white? It, no, no, no. It yeah. wouldn't have been your first choice, though? 
Uh, I think, well, it was my wife's first choice. Was so, it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't really mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Some people would say it needed washing more often, possibly, but... Mm. Yeah, but if she's prepared to do that, then... <laughs> yeah, uh, it rains enough. Then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I must say, um, what's the um, what's the statistics of the car? It seems quite long. Um, it does, yeah, it feels pretty long. Uh, mm. I'm not sure how long mm. it is. Um, and it's also quite wide wheelbase, I think, too. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt like the leaf uh, driving that felt like it was wider. On, on narrow roads where there's like cars parked on the side of the road, the mm. leaf felt really big. Did it? Yeah, yeah. even though it's shorter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, how long have you had this car? Two weeks. Okay. So, have you done have you done any sort of reasonable distance in it? To no, I think today was the longest I've ever. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. So it was yeah. a good, good test of the range. Um, yeah. Which seems to be between three fifty and four hundred. Right. Depending on your speed. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys will be looking for the next nice weekend to go for a bit yeah. of a trip somewhere. Yeah, test yeah. out the camping mode. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? That would be um, that would be fantastic. Well, I must admit, I'm um, I'm very impressed. It's um, it's actually oh, um, one of the things that I was going to ask you was there's a very very large screen center dash. Um, some of the cars we've been um, testing recently have um, colour modes where you can actually change the background. Is that oh, yeah. possible in that car? Uh, I think it just goes from white to black. Does it? So it, yeah. it automatically adjusts during right. night time it goes black yeah. um, or you can just change it. Yeah. I think probably the first thing I noticed when I got in, mainly because the other cars did have a, you know, a substantial dash and a, a glove box that didn't actually come just below your knees, or just above oh, yeah, your knees yeah. rather, that screen looked all, rather almost intrusive, the fact yeah. that it, it, it's a very large screen, isn't yeah. it? And it is pretty low, I, I definitely hit my knee on it sometimes, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but then I'm... Can you adjust it? I mean, is it adjustable or does it have to stay in that one position? Uh, I think it just has to stay there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It would be nice, though, to have the speed kind of in the middle because the other Tesla models have a, a dash in the middle that shows mm. your speed and right. some other stuff. Right. Um, so instead of, like, having to look to the yeah. side all the time. Yeah. So the what about on the actual steering wheel itself? There's some very subtle hand controls. There, mm. there was one in particular, I'm not quite sure what it was, that was really quite simple. What was that one for? Yeah, they're just um, for adjusting the volume on the radio. Or, yes. Um, uh, there's a horn in the middle, and then the other yeah. one's just, I think, to well, you can adjust things. Yes. So on the screen, if you select adjust the steering wheel or the mirrors you you use the mm. steering wheel controls to do that um, I've found I've found with some of these cars that there's actually too much on a steering wheel yeah. actually yeah. Um, unless you are one of these people that can play video games really quickly right. on your phone um, I, I personally I would find myself looking for what button I was pressing before I pressed it that would be definitely be a distraction yeah. you know um, I can't remember I think it was the um, Skoda RS that had a heads up display on the windshield do you have anything like that? oh yeah yeah. I've seen them before, that's really yeah. fancy. Yeah. yeah, that would be really helpful. Yeah. I mean, um, because once again, that would take you totally away from looking at that screen. You'd have it all directly in front of you, yeah. which would be really quite quite advantageous, really, wouldn't Definitely. it? But, um, but yeah, I mean, for um, when you consider the, 
the average price of the um, of the electrics. I think the cheapest at the moment is the MG ZS. Um, there, with, now that these rebates have come in, they're certainly um, a lot more favourable than than they were. The thing I'm, I'm not too sure about is the government's mandate on how quickly they want to get rid of petrol cars. Um, I don't think it's going to happen that quickly when you consider yeah. that the average price of these cars is outside the average New Zealander's budget yeah. um, at the moment. That's going to be the biggest the biggest problem. I mean, they can ask all they like, but in actual fact, um, I think dino- dinosaur fuel is going to be around for quite a bit longer than yeah. what perhaps they think. Well, that's brilliant, Sam. Well, thank you so much for the offer um, today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and um, and I'm going to look forward to um, hearing some stories about your camping trips with this car. Definitely, um, because it's um, it's a lot more versatile than just four wheels, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, good on you. Okay. Well, thanks very much, and um, and good luck, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thanks. Well, that was uh, Sam Baker talking about his brand new Tesla 3 electric car. Um, absolutely fantastic, uh, fun um, driving that car. I I had a um, a really great time with it, and um, yeah, it was a real experience. So um, that's our show for this week. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back with Digby Pape next week and um, we're going to be testing a new Nissan Leaf once again another electric car so I look forward to that I'll see you back here at the same time next week
This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air. Wait.